Hello and welcome back to Just Run and Talk, hosted by me, Jake. An update on the listening platforms first, we are now available to listen to on Apple Podcasts. So if you wanted to listen on there, just search for Just Run and Talk. Thank you also for all your kind comments on episode one. And it really encourages me to know that you are listening to this and enjoying this new adventure as much as I am. When thinking about who I wanted to come on next to talk about their running journey, I turned to someone who is very close to me and for the last five years has made my life an absolute pleasure. We've shared many happy memories together and in 2019, when I decided to turn to part run, my guest came along with me too. I have the pleasure of turning our engagement into marriage next year in 2021 and I know that we'll stick by each other no matter what. Please enjoy this episode of Just Run and Talk as much as I did recording it. And don't forget to share this with just maybe a few friends. I'm really enjoying this new venture. It'll really help us to grow. For now, though, take a listen to a great conversation we had about everything running and all things around this. My next guest is none other than my partner for life, Luke Mills. Welcome back to Just Run and Talk and our second episode with my partner, Luke Mills. Luke, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Jake. So just as our normal kind of opening starting question, I just need to know a little bit more about your running journey and where it and where you started. So um, running started in school. Uh, we used to have to do cross country, which I absolutely hated. Um, a friend of mine will testify that uh, called Joseph. We used to regularly pretend uh, to run off at such a speed and then we'd get out of sight of the teachers and we'd decide to walk the entire course until we got about distance towards the end where the teachers could see us and started pretending to run back and pretend to be breathless even though we actually wasn't <laughs> and kind of like i suppose was cross country a little bit of kind of a challenge to you originally at school was it something you enjoyed because i know i used to love cross country i came seventh out of all the boys I absolutely hated it uh, just because it was PE really and I was never really one for PE unless it was rugby. So no kind of endurance sports like running then back in the day? No, didn't like running at all, didn't really want to run if I'm honest. Mm. Yeah. So where did your kind of running progress from there? So when did it pick back up? Did you tail off? Oh, well, I didn't really start running when I was at school, but um, I started running, uh, I'd say it was back in 2017, I believe, when we went to the first park run of the year on New Year's Day, Um, and that was at Worcester Woods, and it was very busy, didn't really like it because I'm a little bit claustrophobic. Um, and I do not like massive crowds, um, but I'm working on that and I'm getting a bit better. Um, the sort of started to do it then and tried to go along to a couple more part runs, but it never really hit the ground running, excuse the pun. Um, and eventually I decided to go to one of the local park runs along with you uh, when I moved over to Droitwich in 2017 in the November um, 
I decided to join the local parkrun here uh, at Churchfields, and it sort of went from there, really. Definitely. And just on a side note for everyone who is listening, Churchfields parkrun is the second hardest parkrun in the UK um, for its sheer number of hills. I don't know if you want to say how many hills there are, Luke, in the parkrun. I believe it differs to the winter and the summer course. Um, I believe if it's the summer one, we have something ridiculous like six or seven hills. Um, I think it's six hills um, more so. But then in the winter course, it's seven hills. So that's where I got the, the seven from I think I'm sure it's seven for sure I think it's more hills in the winter um but yes um it is quite a nice course because it's on a farm and um they have cows on there we don't run past the cows as such as in the case of we're running in the field with the cows um because we don't want to disturb the cows obviously because after all it is a dairy farm first and foremost um but uh however um it's quite scenic and it's it's quite nice and you know it's it's not too too damaging it is it, it is a it is a nice nice course once you get used to it um and especially in the sort of late summer and autumn time um and they they you run through the corn fields that they have because they have a maize maze there um which is quite a good thing to to go along to um because i've done it before uh but running through that uh is part of the beginning of the course um normally um but obviously uh I don't know what's going to happen when we all go back. So I do not know. Hopefully we can go back soon. Definitely. And I know that's a big part of kind of your journey, especially kind of running that kind of part run distance at kind of 5k because it's kind of seems to be kind of a uh, kind of steady point for you and kind of like an optimum distance. Yeah. So, um, I didn't even think I could run 2k, let alone 5k. Um, so um, doing 5k at first was quite the challenge for me. Um, I remember my first ever time on 5k was, I believe it was 36 minutes. Sorry. Um, and um, I just thought I'm never going to get any lower than that. <laughs> Um, and when I ran Churchfield for the first time, I was actually really impressed with myself because I did it in 35 minutes. So I'd lowered it already um, from when I did it at Worcester Woods. But um, I continued to lower it. It did take me some time to lower it because I did take some time out of running to recover um, from an injury I had. Um, with my knee and my back um so uh to get back into the swing of things i got there eventually and uh I, i'm currently my pb uh is 28 minutes and nine seconds but it was a different course which is slightly flatter um than uh churchfields which was arrow valley 
Oh, well, definitely. And I know that's where I hold my PB as well at 23 minutes, 46 seconds uh, at this moment in time. And, but I doubt I'll be getting much quicker than that. <laughs> and uh, that, cause that's kind of like, I know we both hold our kind of personal best there. And something else I wanted to kind of touch on as well is kind of your career. How does that work hand in hand with the way you run? So what kind of benefit do you get outside of your career from running? Um, so, uh, I have, um, a reasonably tough job. Um, it's not ridiculously hard, uh, but I'm a carer in a residential and nursing home in Droitwich. Um, and I really do enjoy my job. However, as any other job, it comes with its stress and its strains, um, particularly so in recent times during uh, the coronavirus outbreak um, it's been very difficult to support our residents and also the residents families um, who have not unfortunately not been able to see their relatives during this uh, outbreak however um, recent times have allowed with social distancing in place of course for these relatives to come and see their family members which is such a, a nice thing to see um, and also very good that people are respecting the, the social distancing measures um, and yeah um, it's it's an outlet um, it's a very good outlet it, it especially if I've had a particularly difficult week or a difficult day um, I need that run um, to just get out fresh air take in all the beauty that just surrounds the area that I'm so lucky to live in, um, living sort of urban countryside sort of feel going on because it's it's not quite the town and it's not quite the, the city and it's not quite the country. Um, but there's plenty of countryside outside there. Um, and it is just such a such a an amazing thing to just get out and have that breath of, of, of fresh air and just run off. I find I, I run off anger sometimes and also frustration sometimes as well. And it's a real mind clearer. Definitely. And I know one thing that kind of like throughout this whole kind of outbreak period, you've kind of struggled with a little bit is kind of keeping obviously mentally um, well, as well as kind of physically well, um, I suppose, and kind of both things. And I know, when you've been out running and stuff it's giving you that headspace so would you be in agreement with that statement yeah um as i've, as I've said um you know it, it clears my mind and um, i really do believe that it also as a christian um it gives me time sometimes when i have ran, ran alone not necessarily talking with somebody while i'm running or just being with somebody while i'm running um when i'm alone especially it gives me that that time just with God um, to just have a, a me and him chat. And it's, it's really good to, to have that. Definitely. Going back to kind of the part run kind of side of things and kind of like what kind of um, benefits does part run bring to you? And kind of like, I know you do a lot of volunteering as well for part run. So if you can explain a little bit more about volunteering and what kind of things you do when you volunteer and also that kind of atmosphere at part run for you, how does it make you feel? Yeah, so um, volunteering for part run is probably one of the best things you can do if you're a runner. Um, 
you might think that sounds a bit crazy because as a volunteer you necessarily might not be able to run it depending on what you're doing so there's there's so many different positions you can you can fill um and it really doesn't hurt just that one weekend um a month if you're going to part run every week um unfortunately i only get a chance to go every other week because of work um but if you're going to part run every week it really doesn't hurt to just volunteer that one week it's not going to affect your running that badly um because there's certain ones where you have to you obviously cannot leave your post so you can't run however there's other things that you can do as volunteer as a volunteer and then run so you can help set up you can help take everything down that needs to be took down also um you could be a tail walker uh, which i have done um at plenty of times now uh, at church fields i've been a tail walker which basically just is a role of a person who is the last person to leave the start and is always the last person to come in at the end uh, because you are sort of there as a as a safety measure really um if anybody was to trip fall or whatever or the last or or just to guide the last person sort of thing as well um but you also find yourself being a bit of a mentor to the people who are towards the end of the runners and you, you you're like come on you can do it you can get there and you can see sometimes some people are really struggling and i've had a couple of people who have been really struggling and been out of breath or sort of saying oh I don't think I can do this and you know it's it's just really rewarding to see that person then achieve their time at Parkrun and they finally got through doing that 5k um obviously some people find it a lot harder to do um do it than most people but um of course everybody does it at their own pace which everybody should do it at their own pace they should not think oh that person runs better than me or that person's got a faster time yeah we all want to reduce our time but that comes with you know practice and as i say practice makes perfect and also comes with continuous training for yourself you know and it's not just going to happen overnight it's going to take several weeks before you even can consider getting a lower pb especially on the same course definitely and i know one of the kind of job you enjoy doing at a part run especially kind of volunteering wise is um funnel managing as well so i don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about what that kind of involves and what you do around that job yeah so uh, and again another role that i do at park run which i thoroughly enjoy um is the funnel managing so you sort of there's there's a the funnel at the end that people have to come through to collect their tokens um in order to be scanned and then get their position and also it gets their time correct for them um and yeah uh, so you have to you have about i'd say four maybe five people to sort of manage over and they're the people that are just standing there giving out tokens or encouraging people or showing people where to go and you're just sort of managing them making sure that they're doing the right things making sure that the people who have got the stopwatches are counting people correctly because obviously they're counting them as they come through to make sure um 
so they get the accurate accurate time for the uh, person who gets the token um, of say number sixty six ran it in thirty two minutes or something like that. Um, so it's it's quite a, a challenging role, but um, it's also a very nice role because you're you're encouraging the people who are coming in at the end. You're like, come on, you can do it. Well done and well done for running, you know, and it's good because, you know, you're there being the encourager at the end of what might have been a very difficult run for somebody or for some people, it might have been a very easy run, but then that's just the people who show off. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's, um, it's quite good. And also um, you're sort of just also managing the, the runners themselves to say, you know, come through this way, please don't come through that please don't come back through there again. Um, if you do want to go and, uh, you know, if you do want to go and encourage people, please make sure that you avoid coming through the funnel because we will count you again and then it will mess up our numbers. But most people understand where to go and what to go. It's just when you get extra people who come from elsewhere that don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And I know as well with our kind of partner that we attend, we do get a lot of visitors obviously from other areas. Um, oh yes, yeah. And also, kind of international. Internationally, I know. Once I remember the kind of furthest I heard anyway was Hong Kong. I don't know whether we've got any. Have we got any further than that? I can't remember. Um, so yeah, um, I. I mean, I've heard a few. You know, I'm not actually very geographic. You know, I'm not very good. I'm geographically challenged. I don't know miles and stuff and how far things are. However, um, I did hear that we've had people from Australia and New Zealand, and I've had people from America. We've had people from America as well. But um, yeah, uh, it's it's one of those where people hear about it, obviously, on the internet or hear through a friend, or they've come here visiting in Droitwich or Worcestershire or wherever, and they're like, "Yeah, let's go and run the second hardest part run in the UK. Why not?" And it happens to be our one, um, which is, um, yeah, it's good. And it's nice to have people from different places of the world. It's also nice to have people that come from different parts of the UK that feel they want to challenge. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just really good. And it's nice to see different mm. people from different parts of the world yeah. and different parts of the UK. So obviously we've not been allowed to do part run now for a good five months or so. And it's been, well, actually our own part run, we haven't been able to do for the best part of nine months to nearly a year. Um, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, because obviously um, Churchill's is set on a dairy farm and um, where it's set in the rain, which we had a lot of it over the winter, um, it gets particularly muddy. Um, and it turns into a bit of a mud run rather than a park run. Um, and unfortunately, due to park run rules, um, we can't really, and also down to the safe, health and safety of everybody involved in the park run, including the volunteers as well as the runners, um, we couldn't put it on for several months due to the very heavy rain that we had. Um, and then I found myself being able to go to different part runs and experience different part runs. And also um, the normal run director, Steve, and his wife, who um, helps with the results and sort of overlooks a lot of the admin work to do with part run. Um, they, we met them a few times at different part runs within the area. We went to Wire Forest. And I 
think we saw them there at one point potentially I can't really remember and I know that we saw them at Seven Trent Valley um, Park Run um, and yeah uh, it was very nice to see them out running and you know them getting a bit of joy out of park run themselves rather than having to run a park run which is very stressful i mean i haven't run i haven't ran one myself but um i can see from from their point of view how stressful it can be to run a park run definitely so moving kind of away a little bit from park run i know kind of like throughout lockdown obviously we've been stuck together in, in inside and obviously it's been great to share yeah. all that time together um i don't know we've been kind of stretching each other distance wise as well so I just wanted you to kind of expand a little bit on kind of like where you've kind of taken yourself since starting those 5Ks a few years ago. So where are we now? What kind of setting are we in? How far are we running? So um, I wouldn't say we were stuck together. We're living together. (laughs) Starters. But um, yes, I mean, uh, lockdown's been fun in one sense, not so fun in other senses. Uh, However, um, I've gone from my nice little 5k um and gradually working myself up during lockdown from till up to 6k then 7k and then now i'm comfortably doing um 8k and i'm absolutely enjoying that distance at the moment um it's um find it really um easy to do an 8k at the moment and i'm quite enjoying it i've not only have i been out with you uh, i've been out with nikki um from Druitt Chasey, uh, um, Nick, who, was on last, who, who, who was on last week um, on the very first uh, podcast that you did last week. Uh, she uh, was very, was very challenging. It was, it was a good um, part, it was a good run that we did. Um, we were talking throughout the whole entire run. I don't know how we talk and ran, but we did. Um, and um, it was very nice and refreshing to have somebody different to run with, um, even though I do enjoy running with you. Um, it was nice to run with somebody else. And um, hopefully um, anybody that um, is in Droitwich IC or somebody that lives in Droitwich maybe who would like to go for a run would like to would be hearing this and would like to uh, join me for a run. I'm happy to come and join you. Um, but yes, uh, I've, I've got there comfortably and I think my best uh, run for 8K is a, roughly 42 or 43 minutes now. Um, so I'm happy to be running under 50 minutes. So sub 50 minutes there, which is really good for me, um, I'm, I presume. Um, I don't know um, what that is. I believe it's roughly about 10 minute miles for those who go by miles. Um, but I'm not counting and yeah, I'm not crazy about it like some people are, but I try. (laughs) Definitely. And also as well, something I wanted to touch on, I know previously that you've done a little bit of kind of, um, walk running kind of exercise and kind of like one of your kind of proudest moments. So I just wanted you to explain a little bit maybe about that kind of side of things. So what was that event that you did and kind of like, what were you raising money for and things like that? Yeah. So, um, some years ago now i can't quite remember what year it was but um it was uh definitely seven plus years ago potentially seven years ago i'm not quite sure um it was the very last ever 
um, free radio walkathon that happened, um, and I joined the sign up for that with a couple of good friends of mine, uh, Ryan and Claire and Joseph, and also my mum decided to join. Um, my mum was in her early 60s back then, um, so who. I was a bit like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, I want to give it a go. Why not? And being um, her being a diabetic as well, I was a little bit worried about her doing it, but she decided that she wanted to do it. And she was quite headstrong about it. So um, I was quite happy that she did do it. Um, and it was good to have her there along with us. Uh, we did it. Um, and it was to raise money for the charity, uh, Help Harry Help Others, which was which for those who don't know how Parry help others, um, it's a Birmingham-based charity um, who help families and people with cancer. Um, sadly, uh, the founder of How Parry Help Others um, unfortunately passed away uh, many years ago. No, I can't remember how many years it was. He unfortunately passed away, but his mother, Georgia, um, she has continued such an amazing job there at How Parry Help Others. And uh, she's just, she's done so much. And the people that volunteer with them and people that work there uh, are just amazing. They help families get through such a troubled time and also how people that are on their own get through such a troubled time and it's just amazing to know that it's still going today um and it all was started by such a, a lovely young boy um who you know unfortunately isn't with us anymore but um the the help harry help others uh sell these bead bands or they used to I'm not quite sure if they still do I, I'm sure they do I think that that's still their their little way of raising money um and uh, loads and loads of people brought so many and used to make so many of them uh, even celebrities um brought them and promoted uh, the page on twitter um on their accounts but yeah um really enjoyed it it was a 10 mile walk slash run um i did a little bit of running on it tried to anyway <laughs> um but um yes the uh, it was mainly walking um and that was a challenge in itself um because i was a bit bigger then so um being the weight i was uh it was incredibly difficult but it's what sort of spurred me on to to lose weight yeah definitely and i know us being together for so long we've um done that weight loss journey kind of together as well through slimming world and kind of like yeah meditation or exercise around the same thing as well yeah yeah so um joined slimming world in 2017 uh back in birmingham and obviously you did it here in droitwich mm -hmm. um until i then came over live uh coming over to live in droitwich in the late uh 2017 um I came and lived over here uh, and then I started coming to the, the Droitwich uh, Slimming World uh, and uh, yeah it was it was very nice to um, 
to to do it here with you and it made it a bit more personal between us um but uh the running has really helped it's it's helped me um keep those pounds off i believe definitely and i know as well kind of like one of my kind of latest memories of running apart from now obviously working to my half marathon um is that is that lovely 10k wolf run that i did um back in back in the winter of last year in which i which you came along and stood in the freezing cold and um yeah did, did that kind of seeing that kind of obstacle course race did it kind of inspire you to want to do something like that did it kind of make you want to do something like that or yeah so um coming along to it it was absolutely freezing cold um i it rained all day um i did obviously wear appropriate clothing but unfortunately i got very wet um and it was just so cold um it was the winter wolf run that was done it was done up in leicester um and i was watching everybody come through and i was watching all these very wet very muddy dirty people coming through um and thinking where on earth is jake and all his friends um just because all these people were coming through but obviously you all ran as a team which i thought was very good um and it sort of made me feel a bit more comfortable about doing it because I was very worried about running it and then getting split up from the team as such. Um, so it inspired me to want to sign up to do the Alpha Wolf, which was going to be happening this year. Um, obviously, we were going to have all four part run, um, all four Wolf runs, sorry, this year. But um, unfortunately, with unforeseen circumstances, towards the beginning of the year when coronavirus outbreak happened and I wasn't able to do that and I was hoping to raise money for several different charities um, I was hoping to raise money for the care home where I work um, so the residents can have um, new stuff for their, their residence fund um, and also I was hoping to raise money for the Alzheimer's UK I was hoping to raise money for cystic fibrosis UK and I was also hoping to raise money from Salvation Army because all of the work that they do abroad and also in the UK and also with um, the human trafficking that goes on here so, but unfortunately I wasn't able to do that but um, hopefully 2021 I'll be able to do the Alpha Wolf then and um, I will be able to start raising all my money then yeah, around everything else that's going on in 2021 as well. <laughs> yes, as we are getting married in the July of 2021. Yeah. So um, there's, and also I am 30 in the January. So <laughs> yes, it's going to be a busy 2021, um, but I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. So this leads me on to kind of my final question, uh, really, and kind of like to wrap our conversation. It's been great to hear more kind of about events you've done in the past and kind of where that journey all began. So my final kind of, before we wrap it up here, is just what are your future goals and kind of what targets are you hoping for in the not only short-term future, but also in the long-term future as well? Um, so I'd like to do a 10K, all it be virtual or non-virtual or whatever. Um, so that, that hope, I hope that I can do a 10K race soon because um, I'm going to work my way up to a 10K. Um, and secondly, after I've 
got comfortable with 10k I want to attempt um moving towards my half marathon stage uh and then obviously before I'm 40 I would love to run a marathon so all that training will come into place I'm sure eventually um and uh yeah I've got plenty of friends to ask a lot of questions now because obviously during lockdown um well not obviously but during lockdown we've um, been doing uh quizzes on a wednesday night which is the usual running night for dac which has encouraged me to realize that all these people that are running aren't maniacs are actually quite nice people um because i first thought who would want to run like every day well not every day but like like three days a week oh they must be crazy but i've met all these people and they're very lovely people met them virtually of course i haven't met them in public as such um so i knew some of them pre-lockdown but i've got to know newer people such as nikki who was on last week that i've ran with um i ran with her a couple of weeks ago we did an 8k um together and that was really good um and obviously um i've got to meet new people such as david and uh i also got to meet uh my nemesis is which are i believe it's rocks roseanne roseanne sorry roseanne and um her husband oh i can't get the words out of my mouth now i'm really stupid kevin kevin and roseanne are my um kevin and roseanne are my nemesis on the quiz because they're very clever people and also david's also quite clever as well um but we come in quite close and when they're not on where that when they're not on on the week then we tend to win so hopefully we win one then at least but yeah. um, at least we are not coming last like a certain no. person no, mentioning definitely. no names she knows who she is um yeah. <laughs> wooden spoon lady um and yes uh i just hope to to as i said so it's going to be the 10k half marathon and then the marathon by 40 so they're my goals. I'm hoping to actually start uh, a challenge in August because obviously it's coming up to August now. Um, we are very close to August. It's going to happen on Saturday. Um, I'm hoping to run at least 50k for the whole month. That's my goal. I'm going to do it. I'm going to hopefully be pushed into doing it as well. Um, and if I get more than 50k amazing but if I don't then um I just want to get to 50k just so I can I want to buy one of these um race at your pace medals um just so I can say I've ran 50k this month amazing and try and do that every month after that will be good um to up my um kilometers that I run this year and then depending on how many kilometers i've ran this year i'll add them all up when the, the year comes to a close end um and then i will set myself a goal to run so many kilometers um at the beginning of next year to see how far i can push myself next year lovely luke it's been great to chat with you about all these type of things that we don't normally chat about um, on a day-to-day basis and I hope once this is all put together that you'll be carrying on listening to us and um, listen to all my conversations in the future and also catching up on previous uh, previous episodes if ever you do miss one as well.
yeah um looking forward to listening to it uh not quite looking forward to listening to myself um as i hate my own voice but um anyway um it took some persuading to get me on here but uh happy that i did it it was a great chat and um hopefully we can talk about it in the future when i've uh, done a half marathon or something like that brilliant nick thanks for chatting with me today yeah okay thank you very much jake and i will see you soon thank you for listening to this episode of just run and talk it's great to know that you're listening and enjoying these as much as i am just run and talk as i said on our previous episode it's just a small adventure that i am starting to try and share my passion for running a little bit more and just to get some different people alongside to kind of share their stories and tell us a little bit more about their running journey As I mentioned earlier, we are also available on seven different podcasting platforms now, including our latest edition, Apple Podcasts. Just hit subscribe, share us with a friend, or even write us a small view. It would really mean the world and would get us all up and running in the way that we want. Thanks again for listening to this episode of um, Just Run and Talk. Also, if you do know of any guests that you would like to be a part of this, please drop me a message via my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash just run with Jake. Or send me an email to Jake Daniel J, so J spelt J A Y at gmail.com with the subject line just run and talk guests. It'd be great to hear from you. Signing off again, and I'll speak to you all soon.